turning in your Bibles this evening to the book of Ezekiel. And chapter 20, Ezekiel in chapter 20, and go down to verse 8 with me. Ezekiel 20 and verse 8. But they rebelled, that is, the house of Israel, Israel, rebelled. But they rebelled against me, against God, against the Lord Jehovah, and would not hearken unto me. They did not every man cast away the abominations of their eyes. Neither did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I said, I will pour all my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. Go down with me to verse 13. Verse 13. But the house of Israel rebelled against me in the wilderness. They walked not in my statutes, and they despised my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. And my Sabbaths, they greatly polluted. Then I said, I would pour all my fury upon them in the wilderness to consume them. Verse 16. Because they despised my judgments and walked not in my statutes, but polluted my Sabbath, for their heart went after their idols. And then verse 21. Verse 21. Notwithstanding, the children rebelled against me. They walked not in my statutes, neither kept my judgments to do them. Which if a man do, he shall even live in them. They polluted my Sabbaths. Then I said, I would pour all my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them in the wilderness. These are some of the verses that 
we have in the 20th chapter of the book of Ezekiel, pointing out to us the fact that the nation of Israel were a rebellious people from the days that the Lord manifested himself unto them in the land of Egypt. And even out into the wilderness. We'll be looking at the content down through this chapter. So I want to consider in way of introduction and opening remarks. Rebellion and disobedience create problems in our society. They did in the society of the Israelites. Create problems. Lawlessness runs rampant. That's one of the things. Rebelliousness creates lawlessness. Lawlessness and lawlessness runs rampant in our societies. Lawlessness runs rampant and society breaks down. Turn with me to the book of Romans. The book of Romans in chapter 13 talking about rebellion and disobedience in our societies. In our lands, in our nations. In the book of Romans chapter 13 and verse 1 said, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Under the government. The government over land, over that nation. For there is no power but of God. We're to be subject to our government. The people of this land are to be subject to the government because it is the power of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Foreordained, preordained, ordained beforehand of God. We read in the book of the Proverbs, 
that he remove kings and setteth up another. It is God that does it. He removes a government and he sets up a, another government. And we're to be subject to it. We're to yield to it. We're to submit to it. We're not to rebel and be disobedient. Whoso therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. <laughs> You're resisting God. I'm resisting God. The people of our land who rebel and are disobedient are resisting God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation, <laughs> judgment, destruction. For rulers, governments are not heir to good works. They're not a terror. To those who do good. But to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good. And thou shalt have praise of the same. <laughs> You'll have praise of God. He's, he's the power. God is the power that set up the government. You're obeying God when you obey your government. For he is the minister, that is the government, the king, is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. <laughs> Here we're told that the government is the servant of God to execute wrath upon evildoers. Wherefore, ye must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For, for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, servants, attending continually upon this very thing. 
But yet, we find rebellion, disobedience, and the problems it creates in our societies, not just not just in the society of the United States of America. We, we've come through 19 chapters in the book of Ezekiel and, and, and looked at passages of scriptures in the book of Jeremiah and Isaiah. We've, we've done in Sunday school a, a study of, of Israel. We've seen their disobedience. We've seen their rebellion. We've seen what it, what it brought upon their economy, upon their society. And the same is at work today. On any given day, people all over the world... <laughs> are disobeying laws. They're rebelling against those in authority. You, you drive down the expressway, you drive, drive down the roadways. And in the minds of at least 50% of the people, maybe probably more, there's no speed limit. Speed limits are off. That's just one example. That's a minor example. We're coming to the point, point where in the world today where, where there's no law against killing there's no law against thievery Men all over the world on any day, at all hours of the day, are disobeying the laws of the land. And getting away with it. <laughs> what good is a law on the books if they're not being enforced? If there's no reckoning, turn with me to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 5 and verse 20. This is where we're at in the world. 
Woe! God says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. Darkness for light and light for darkness. That put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. This is where we're at in the world today. That's the very thing Israel was doing. That's why that woe is pronounced in the book of Isaiah. It was a woe against Israel. And we're seeing the judgment that fell upon Israel. <laughs> we know the history. The book of Amos. Chapter 5. Amos chapter 5 and Ye who turn judgment to wormwood and leave off righteousness in earth. You turn, you turn judgment, you turn righteous judgment to bitterness. I mean, you don't... Where, where's, the, where's, our where's our justice? Well, what's it say for for a people when when their when their lawyers and their judges stand up and condone hell which is evil as being good? I've heard it from their own mouths several times in the last two months especially. The very thing Israel was guilty of, they didn't have no righteous judgment. We have State prosecutors all around us that don't want to punish the evil, refuse to bring <laughs> lawsuits against them. They're state prosecutors. Thank goodness, here in Florida we have a governor that has removed, removed a couple of them from office. No more than a couple. From office. Turn with me a book of Proverbs. Proverbs in chapter 17. 
Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 11. An evil man seeketh only rebellion. Rebellion is evil. An evil man seeketh only rebellion. That's the product of, a, of an evil man. Therefore, a cruel messenger shall be sent against him. Judgment will be coming in time. Ask Israel. Turn with me to the 24th chapter. Twenty-fourth chapter in, in verse twenty-four. He that saith unto the wicked, Thou art righteous. Isn't that, isn't that what what prosecutors and judges are doing when they let them go free? Him shall the people curse. Nations shall abhor him. See the rebellious and disobedient bring trouble upon our society. Pray to God that it's not us. The 28th chapter. 28th chapter of Proverbs. Look at verse 4. They that forsake the law praise the wicked. You, you're just you're just joined hand in hand with the wicked when you disobey the law. But such as keep the law, contend with them. You'll be you be be obedient to the law. You obey the laws of the land. You're contending with the wicked. You're contending with the wicked that the law is, is just, right. It's for our good, as we read in Romans chapter 13. Terrorists. Terrorists and revolutionaries launch attacks on governments and their citizens. 
probably on any given day that could be said of them. Rebellious children. Rebellious children within the family. Rebel. Disobey their parents. With no consequences for it. And when that goes on, serious problems arise. We see it. We see it all about us. We see it in our society. Turn with me, Second Timothy. Second Timothy in chapter three. Well, if I'd get Timothy, uh, Second Timothy, I might be all right. I'm not going to find what I where I was. Second Timothy chapter three, reading with verse one. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, troublesome times shall come. Israel, Israel experienced troubled times. We've read it. We've seen it. We've preached on it. Our world today is seeing troubled times. Because the rebellious and disobedience prevail, pervade. They're even in our government. <laughs> For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, which is idolatry, boasters, proud, blasphemers, Disobedient to parents. Unthankful, unholy. Disobedient to parents, which, which these other things are a product of their disobedience to their parents and their parents allowing them to get away with it. We could go on for a whole message on the scourges of things and the reason why children have become disobedient to their parents. And a lot of it falls back on the parents. A lot of children don't even know who their parents are. We have a job.
people as did Israel that, that are without natural affection. They don't have natural affection for their children. They don't have natural affection for that which is in their womb. If they don't have it for the children who are born, how are they going to have it for the one in the womb? Of course, we know the other things from natural, without natural affection. God says it's not natural for a woman to love a woman as she would a man. It's not natural for a man to love a man as he would a woman. That's God's word. It's the laws of nature, and they're rebelling against it. They're disobedient to it. Truce breakers. <laughs> False accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness. That's among that's in the religious world. There's a form but in their life and in their actions and in their rebellion and disobedience, they deny the power thereof. Such turn away. Business leaders, business leaders and workers break the rules of fair and, and, and just treatments. When that happens, Problems arise. And the survival of the business is at stake. Turn with me to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6. In verse 5. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your heart, as unto Christ. Employees, be obedient to your employers. 
not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. It's Christ we're serving. We're trying to bring honor and glory unto God. So employees, obey your employers. With goodwill, doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord. Whether he be bond or free. And ye masters, and ye employers, do the same. Be fair and equitable with your, with your employees. Do good to them. Treat them right. That's the word of God. Turn with me in the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 3, verse 22. Servants, employees, obey in all things your masters, your employers, according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but singleness of heart fearing God and whatsoever you do do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men <laughs> chapter 4 and verse 1 masters employers Give unto your servants that which is just and equal, knowing that ye also have a master in heaven. Boy, if, if every employer would remember that. That Jesus Christ... <laughs> Is their master, is their judge. Think it would have a difference on our society? Back to chapter 3. And I think we already read verse 23, but we'll read it again to draw you the point home. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Boy, if we could get that through our mind. We're serving the Lord. Yes, in our jobs, whether we be an employer or whether we be an employee, we're serving the Lord. That ought to govern that we do our business with love and compassion, being just and equitable in our dealings. 
Take me back to the book of Proverbs again. Chapter 11. Another aspect governing businesses. Those business leaders that are in control. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 1. A false balance is abomination to the Lord. That's an unjust weighing system. You've done, you've messed with the scales to come out to your good. Look with me at chapter 20. In verse 10. Divers' weights and divers' measures, both of them are alike abomination to the Lord. What, the, what this has reverence to is you got, got two divers' weights, you had two different stones. One stone by which you bought stuff in, and another stone by which you sold stuff out at so that you could get the good. <laughs> The measure, the diver's measure was, was a, two, two different measurements. Measures. One, one measure by which you bought stuff in, and another measure by which you sold stuff out. That false balance back there in chapter 11. Leviticus. Book, book of Leviticus, chapter 19, verses 35 and 36. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, in meat yard, in weight, or in measure. Just balances, just weights, a just ephah, and a just hen shall ye have. I am the Lord, your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. I'm the Lord, your God, which has delivered you, and you shall be just in all your dealings. But Israel rebelled and disobeyed. And there are those across the world today, businesses, that rebel and disobey the word of the Lord. And they fudge on every hand so that they can pad their pockets. They fudge on their customers, they fudge on their employees. Their land is reaping the fruits. Turn with me, book of Deuteronomy, 
book of Deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 13 thou shalt not have in thy bag divers weights two separate weights one by which you buy in one by which you sell out a great and a small <laughs> he defines it right there a great and a small one that weighs more one that weighs less thou shalt not have in the house divers measures a great and a small but thou shalt have a perfect and just weight perfect and just measure shalt thou have that thy days may be lengthened in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee for all that do such things have two different weights two different measures and all unrighteously are an abomination unto the Lord thy God back to the book of Proverbs book of Proverbs in chapter 16 and 11 a just weight and balance are the Lord's. All that, all the weights of the bag are His work. Do you understand that verse? A just weight and balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are his work. <laughs> he put in your heart justice, righteous judgment. You do all that which is just and right in the sight of the Lord. Your weights are just, your measures are just. And he blesses those that do and obey him. Well, we're not quite through with the intro part. <laughs>